Hey everybody, Beth Gibbs here, letting you all know that May is Respect Listener Opinions Month. That means you should head to totesrecall.com right now and let us know what movie you'd like us to watch for our May episode. We'll have a poll up with all of the nominations on April 12th. Don't forget to head to totesrecall.com to cast your vote. Thank you all for listening and enjoy the show. The podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember very well. We eat pizza and oh. one salad mm-hmm. and on. while we watch the movie. Yeah. Um, at the beginning part of the movie. We yeah. Generally, we're done. Probably within like the first 20, 30 minutes. Because nobody mm-hmm. likes pizza talk. Everyone Sometimes likes I pizza go talk. back and I get a second slice of pizza. <laughs> like second. Or, sorry, third slice of pizza. Yeah. Second Depending helping, on how I feel. Second helping of pizza. Yeah. It really depends on how I feel. Uh, I recently have been getting like all the pizza I know I'm going to okay, want. This at the is top. a podcast yeah. about movies. I was get, okay. Segway. Does your feeling come from the movie? Like, does sometimes the movies like influences oh. you to go get more food? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, if I'm feeling real down, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. I just, you just need gotta that third cram slice. something in there. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I stress eat pizza all the time. My name is Dan. I'm Molly. I'm also Dan. I'm Beth. And our movie this episode is Casablanca. As time goes by. We listened to the clamoring of the fans, all those African Queen heads out there that were like, give us more hump. And we were like, We'll do it. Hashtag all my hump heads. Yeah, all, where are my hump heads at? <laughs> uh, uh, and we did care. We're doing Casablanca. Yeah. Released in Ooh. a long time ago. Yeah. I feel like it's set immediately before or after a world war. Oh, that's a very safe bet. It's a very safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> Probably... That really describes the first 50 years of the century. <laughs> Probably two, because I feel like. Well, last century. Anytime, ever. <laughs> That's true. That's so depressing. A world war? Yeah, one of the two world wars. We've yeah. only had two, there, right? Yeah. You, any time in history is before or no, after I said immediately war. before. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, okay. okay. you're right, you're right. Cool, cool. Yeah. There is an adjective. Yeah. No, it's not just before or after an event. <laughs> Which is all times except during that event. Is that going to be your bet for when this movie came out? Before or after an event? <laughs> yeah, not during an event. Um, but I feel like probably World War Two. Because uh, people weren't making good movies in World War One times. <laughs> wow. Come at me. What's okay. the best movie made during World War One What's times? What's the movie made yeah. during World War yeah. One Train times. coming at you? I don't know. So I'm saying right after World War Two, mm-hmm. set. I'm gonna say it's probably made around then too. I don't know, 49? Uh-huh. That seems 49. too That's... early, right? Really? No. I think it's too late. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with my gut. 49. Okay. What do you think, Chase? That was a long road for me just to say a number. <laughs> I'll say 1945. Mm. That seems late to me, too, but... Yeah, I, I know. Because it's in black and white, obviously. It's right. definitely it's black beautiful. and white. Yep. Um, and it doesn't have to be, a, you know, it could be about the beginning. There are a lot of great films made around this it time. It also didn't need to be uh, necessarily made when it was set. Right. But I kind of think it was. 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say... Oh, boy. I'm going to say 43. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because I'm pretty sure I've read the fun fact before oh. that they are, there's a scene in the movie where they're, like, singing either the French national anthem or just some French revolutionary song, and uh, the Germans were re- in were currently occupying or about to occupy France oh, so when this film was made. This is like within, Whoa. so not before or after. No, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it's within. I don't know if it's within American involvement, like direct American involvement, but sure. I'm pretty sure it was made during the war. Because isn't that about what Humphrey Bogart's character is going through, is whether or not to be a I hero? I think so, yeah. He's in love with someone in the French resistance? Yeah. Oh. A beautiful lady. A dame. Yeah. When do you think it came out, Beth? Uh, I know when it came out because oh. I had to look up uh, if it was available to rent online. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Internet. So I will say you're all in the right deck. Yeah. All right. Well, our work is done here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I and only with know. That- oh, <laughs> well, the fun fact that I remember about uh, Casablanca is that there is literally not a point. In, well, literally is misused. Anyway, they never say, uh, play it again, Sam. That is a cultural idea that we oh. have about it. But the, that line of dialogue is not in do, it. Do, do they, is there, um, I feel like there's a term for that. Is there like a line that's almost that and then it's been misinterpreted or there's like nothing anywhere um, That's the thing. It's That's the uh, Mandela effect. Oh. Uh, Beth is very into group, the Mandela effect I right am, now. <laughs> I am because I have a thing where I remember this movie in the <laughs> 90s starring Sinbad uh, called Kazam. Shazam. 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 Kazam's the real one. Okay. Shazam. Yes. That's the one that I remember (laughs) existing. And I recently found out that it doesn't exist, but other people also think it it exists. Yeah. Which is so weird to me, and I don't know why we all think this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll post a fun video on our Tumblr. Tumblr. Tumblr.com, right? Just totesrecall.com. We'll bring you there. Yeah. yeah, Convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Take that redirect. Is there... I mean, there must be at least some sort of direction for Sam at some point in the movie, right? I mean, Sam... Does replay the song? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Like, it's maybe that. But, but everybody thinks of that as the famous line from right. this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's not. And I feel like I heard that before I saw this movie. Yeah. But and then I watched it. I was like, oh look, that fact is right. However, if there's anything I've learned from doing this podcast, <laughs> memory is terrible and should never be believed. So maybe I'm wrong, but that's my bet. Yeah, I feel like that's right. Because most of my knowledge of this movie, and really all of Humphrey Bogart's career until a certain age, was references in Looney Tunes cartoons. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And they certainly don't care about, like, staying, like, fidelity to reality. Yeah. Yeah. I think he says something about, like, play that song because she likes it and I like it or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Ooh. I'm gonna say he goes again. (laughs) Yes, yes, Sam. I'm gonna. Ooh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if the exact opposite happens or that is a dramatic development because I'm pretty sure at the beginning of the movie he's like, "Don't play that again or ever," because it reminds me of something that I don't like. That sounds right. Right, but then maybe later he's like, "Now I'm happy again. Play that song." Or maybe he's like, "I have to remember." Mm. Oh, so the one thing I remember is that when they're standing, that beautiful scene when they're standing on the tarmac. 
at the end, right? Yeah, Spoilers. at the end. Well, <laughs> he basically tells her to go away out of love for her, but it's sort of like... Um, it's like in Game of Thrones when uh, What's-Her-Face throws rocks at her wolf. What? Yes. Oh. Or like all movies. I love that type of scene where yes. it's like, get out of here. I love you. Go away. No one wants you here. <laughs> they cry. They do want them here, but they right. get him to go away. That's they like love Harry them. and the Hendersons. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's in all Let's sorts go. of things. Yeah. Would watch a supercut of those kinds of scenes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tweet at us. Hashtag get out of here while crying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is, I feel like this is like the, this is probably like the first, or like the, the point of those scenes where they were like, okay, it's not an animal, it's a human woman, <laughs> so maybe don't play it quite so dramatically. Don't throw rocks at well, just like, <laughs> but I mean, like, his whole character in this, I mean, like the whole, half the appeal of the, of, of Bogart's character in this movie, or like his performance in this movie is how subtle it is for most of it you know what i mean like so much of it is just in like his delivery and his like just presence sure because even in that scene he's still just like hey i'm a cool customer but also it's this very dramatic scene of like i love you get out of here yeah he's a cool customer for sure because he's gonna stay behind and die right maybe is that is customer like a <laughs> like a, a, a literal term or a figurative term in this case in this case i'm gonna say Figurative, because I believe everyone are his customers in this movie, because he owns that bar, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, he does? Yeah, Doesn't yeah he own he it? Owns it. I thought so. I don't remember, but that's Dan's bet, he owns the bar. I can't okay. really tell you anything about this movie. Yeah. I know I've seen it. Here's what I remember about the movie. Okay. Um, give I us, watched give it, us the goods. I watched it a little bit later in life and was like, oh, this is great. This is why everybody talks about Casablanca being a great movie. It was great. Um, there's a ton of famous lines in this movie, like like way more than I expected. Again, I probably heard them all in Looney Tune cartoons. But like, especially at the end, there's like three in a row that are like come rapid fire. And you're like, I've heard that reference a million times. And they're all in this movie. What an insane thing. Uh, and then someone gets on a plane at the end. Yeah. That's all you got? That's pretty much it. There's wow. a lot of bar, a lot of bar scene. Yeah. It takes place... In Casablanca, the town, yeah, which oh. is in Morocco? Morocco. Yes, I thought Casablanca was the name of the bar. Ooh, it might yeah. be the name of the bar. Oh, is Casablanca not a city? That's my that's my bet. I call it. Which bet? <laughs> which are you betting? I'm betting that it's a bar. Oh, okay, but and I also bet that in Spanish it means a white house. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> that's not really a bet. That's just a statement of <laughs> linguistic fact. Oh, why would it be in Spanish? What are they? Oh man. But he's an expatriate. Yeah. He's an expatriate, and a woman that has been out of his life comes back into his life. Yeah. And she, uh, as with a lot of Bogart movies, is um, bringing him in to be a very reluctant hero. Right. And he resists through most of the movie, and then he throws uh, rocks at her at the end. Yes. <laughs> a hero to fight the Nazis? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. He's he going to, like... Go join the war effort, or like he's got to fight him in Morocco. No, I think it's isn't like the he, resistance. Yeah, because isn't he like way too old to be like a ground soldier oh, in the yeah. war yeah. at this point? It's not about like fighting in an army. I don't think. I think it's about doing something for the resistance that he is particularly well positioned to be able to do. Um, yeah, because okay, like, like the whole deliver this message or make this bomb happen. Because like the whole idea, the whole 
idea of the setting of this movie is that it's like it's a chunk of northern Africa where things are still just like tense but not like no one is actively occupying it yet sure but they kind of are you know what i mean where it's sort of like the germans are around but maybe they haven't just like completely rolled over this part of northern africa or the italians or whoever are they hanging out in the bar there's definitely some nazis there's at least one nazi in the bar dan's bed oh and he's like friends with bogart and he's just like hello american let's talk about this and they have like tense little (laughs) conversations about how the oh, war yeah. is happening. I bet there's going to be exposition. Great <laughs> <laughs> bet. bet. There's going to be a plot and a set <laughs> and actors and costumes. Costumes, more costumes. Yeah. Uh, a related bet, Dan's bet. Bogart is going to look fucking great in all of his costumes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, he wears a trench coat. Ooh. That's my mm-hmm. bet. And a hat. Is, yeah. Is this, this is a noir? Sort of. I kind of just think all Humphrey Bogart movies are <laughs> yeah. noir, especially if they're black and white. Well, it's a noir in that I think it has sexy trumpets in it. <laughs> it's definitely got sultry, melancholy piano in it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know that there's, like, the whole thing with, like, the shadows. I, right. It might be, like, the most famous noir ever, and I'm like, nah, it's not a noir. Or is that, like, <laughs> is that more like Maltese Maltese Falcon is, is yeah. way more is like, Okay. Yeah. That's... Maybe the third Bogart movie I've seen. That might be the end of the list. It probably is. Well, maybe this podcast will be 100% Bogart movies coming forward. Yeah. Oh. If if those queen African queen heads get their wish. <laughs> that actually, the African queen is still one of my all-time favorite movies we've seen on this show. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very good. Go back and listen to it. Episode and it's a fun episode. Three, maybe. Yeah. Three, four, something like that. Talk about banging. Oh. That might have been the first Did They Bang episode. I think it is. I think it is, too. I think that was the origins of Did They Bang. Yeah. So there's a little bit of history for you, for all the totes heads out there. <laughs> Why is everything ahead today? I don't know. Isn't that what you call fans of things? I guess. Oh, we can come up with know. more fun wordplay names, though. All right. right. Next uh, Respect Listener Opinion Month, we'll run a contest to name our fan base. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> On com. Yeah. Yeah. Or Twitter. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Come on. Oh, come on. Just stick to one. I know. <laughs> so bad at marketing. <laughs> um, so there's a sexy dame in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she probably has a name. Do you think she's going to talk? The character or the actor? Well, both. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would hope. Kid. Do- no. Do we think she's... Here's she- looking at you, Oh, that'd kid. be amazing. Uh, is, this, is that this movie? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the last line? Yeah. And also the Hill of Beans. I want to yeah, get to that. all the troubles in the world don't amount to a hill of beans. I want to get to that one. I don't um, remember that. Our, our troubles don't amount to a hill of beans compared yeah. to all the troubles in this world. Because they're, they're just two people. They're just two people caught up in this larger thing. Yeah. Like yeah. beans are like very little things. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I get it. Like even a hill of beans. Still, it's still just beans. Just a little bit of beans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think she'll talk to another woman is where I was going with that. Ooh. I know. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there are. Yeah, a lot I can't of even women. think of any other woman no. in this movie. Yeah. I think it's like a hard no is all she, around. Does she, does she sing at the bar? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, okay, I don't she, think just, that's her deal. she just breezes in and is like, "Hey, the resistance, fight Nazis." I thought she was like the like. Okay, maybe there is a singer at the beginning that he talks to, but maybe. he talks to her. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna bet there's a there's a, like a lounge singer. Cool. I mean, it is sings a bar with Sam. Oh, but together. That's, that's separate from the... Oh, um, Sam, the piano player. Yeah. yeah. The BWT. I'm making a lot of guesses yeah, here. Yeah, you're just going... Boom, 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 boom. Um, this was... Okay, this movie is on 
the AFI 100 mm, list. No big which, deal. NBD, I've seen all the movies. Yes, yeah, that's totes heads, remember. It's like, <laughs> it's, oh man, it's either three or two. I think it's two. Wow. So at that point, I've seen oh, a lot of up, movies, huh? and I was like, let's just get through these movies. And yeah. I think I like didn't appreciate it for what it is. So I'm excited to see it again. Okay. Wow. I had a similar experience to you, Dan, where I saw it like way later and just be, and but it was always told by culture that it was like one of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah. And I had the same experience of just like, oh, yeah, this is legit great. Good job, movie. Good job, movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think when I saw it, I had the flu and I was oh. at home. And I turned on TCM, and I watched it all day, and I was so grateful. I just remember... Like it was playing in a loop? No, no. I just mean I, I watched TCM oh. all day. Was that one of the only channels you got in your Turner housing? That you had? <laughs> <laughs> it's like TCM, TBS. Yes, TNT. Uh, I could name them all, but nobody cares. Um, yeah, I... Uh, Ted cares. Yeah. <laughs> Ted and says, all of our Ted heads I care. care. <laughs> all the Ted heads out there. <laughs> That one actually makes sense. Yeah. That head. one works a lot better. Yeah. Um, oh, I really Head want... Turner. Oh! Nice. All right. Is that why his name is that? <laughs> his name is... T- you think he... Was- oh, gosh. I think um, his name is Ted Turner because of the phrase head turner. Oh, yeah. man. You guys... And I he's wa- the head turner. Uh-huh. I worked at Turner for 11 years, and I can tell you that if there is any acronym in the world that begins with the letter T, it was employed in some way <laughs> at that company. Everything began with a T. Um, but That's anyway, amazing. yeah, and even like the arena was the TED uh, for a while. Anyway, oh, guys, I was about to tell this really poignant story. Oh, good. Oh, it was sick. like day three or so of having the flu, and it was one of those flus that's just terrible every single day in yeah. equal measure, so you just like think you're going to feel that way forever. And I had already waded through like a bunch of um, TV with commercials, and I don't know. I was just exhausted. And TCM is just made for you. It just like... It just like re- reaches its arms around you and is like, it's okay. We're just going to talk about movies. We're going to watch movies. There's going to be some packaging in between the movies. It's going to be really visually interesting. Yeah. And we won't require that much of you. And all of these are the absolute best movies that have ever been made. Um, so here you go. And it was a beautiful day. But I do not remember the details of Casablanca also because yeah, I was sick. Like, like, yeah, I was drowsing. Crazy. Yeah. Just, just painly, oh. Right? Um, but anyway, so I have fond memories, uh, but not very many practical memories, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I I want to see if we can name all the famous lines from this movie. Ooh. Oh, no. Because that's, that's most of what I remember. Oh, our listeners are going to hate us. Okay. We, Hill- don't have, we don't have to get them perfectly. Hill of Beans. Hill of Beans. He's looking at you, kid. Looking at you, kid. This is the start of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the gin joints. Yep. Mm-hmm. I request that you play that song in its entirety again, please, sir. Yeah, nope. some Sam form. Yeah. Something about Sam. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, there's a bunch of Sam stuff. It. Welcome to this bar, Casablanca. <laughs> Welcome to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Casablanca. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And forget about it, Jack. It's Casablanca town. <laughs> yep. We're going to need a bigger Casablanca. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger Casablanca. Where did you put that Maltese Falcon? <laughs> yep. Definitely in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm your Casablanca father. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that's probably it. Yeah, yeah I, pretty, I think that pretty much covers it. That's great. Is the one guy that has that really interesting voice in this movie? Hold okay, on. wait, what? Go. <laughs> okay, ready Alan for it? Yep. Uh, I, I, I don't know how it goes, but he's like, nope. James, Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, the kind of weasel? Oh, yeah. Casablanca. What do you mean? <laughs> 
Jimmy. It's, it's me, Catherine Oh, Sam, play the song another time. <laughs> no, I know who you're talking uh, about. I'm Catherine. Like Peter something. He's in O'Toole? Uh, oh, no. I just got, nope. Robin a, Williams does it yeah, in Aladdin? Yeah. Uh, oh. This is how I talk. Nope. Nope. That's a ghost. You're going to, oh, you're coming into my bar, Casablanca. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Is he, in, that? Is he in this movie? Yeah. Okay. Is he? <laughs> I think he is, but it also might be Maltese Falcon that he's in. No, I think that guy's in that. I don't know how to write that down. He's like that uh, one guy. With that, that, he's like, like he like he is like his friend. He's the uh, he's Hump's friend. Yeah. yeah, And he turns his back on him, and he like turns him into the bad guys. Yeah. And then, then he gets beat up outside a bar. Mr. Pink? And I might be completely making this up. I really, this is like the most I have not known a movie since we've done this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say this does feel very vulnerable. I'm still not um, clear Because to not know, to not remember details about Twister feels like kind of not a big deal. Yeah. But to not know details about Casablanca, possibly the top three movies <laughs> yeah. ever made as ranked by AFI, mm-hmm. feels like... Um, well, I just would not be upset if people were upset with us right now. Yeah, but this isn't a movie about, like, space or swords. Oh, They're do not we need care. to yell at the nerds? <laughs> hey, hey, AFI nerds. <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast about forgetting things, so back off, nerds. Yeah, back off again, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't be mad. Peter Laurie? Is that a different guy? Or yes. is that this guy? Are you thinking of Hugh Laurie? No. Wait, no, maybe you're right. Pe- Peter Lord. Something. Oh, God. Is that the bug-eyed guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know if he's in this movie. <laughs> I think he is. I'm going to double think, Beth on this. Yeah, I think he's like the... He's like his bud. Yeah, he's his bud that, like, turns him in. Oh. For money or something. All right. And then he gets beat up anyway. Mm. Is Question for the I table. I think he gets punched. Okay, bye. Did you say okay, bye? <laughs> I'm done. Okay, see you. Uh, Beth's done. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh... What is Humph's name in this movie? Mm. Sam. No. <laughs> Jack. No. Well, maybe. Jake? Ooh. Oh, we should know this. Should we? Yeah. Should we? It's like a name that you should know. Oh. Oh, it's like a famous character name? It's yeah. Pink. Oh, it is, is it? Yeah, it is. Uh, Richard Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> it might be Rick. Oh, it is Rick. It's totally it's Rick. Rick. It's Rick. Oh, yeah, Rick you're Casablanca. welcome. Yeah, it is definitely Rick. Rick Casablanca. That's yeah. it. Is this... The one scene I remember also, because mm. uh, I think I saw the, just this scene before I saw the whole movie, like my dad was watching, and he was like, hey, check out this. It's funny. Um, dad had lots of time to watch movies at this point in his life. Oh, my geez, dad did, yeah. <laughs> he was, well, not a ton of time. He was trying to raise two boys, you know, on his own half the time. <laughs> so not a ton of time. Where are my divorce heads at? Yeah, my divorce heads. <laughs> Yeah, is our pole just getting hijacked? It'll, it'll just be like Pizza McPizza. <laughs> um, no, the scene I remember is uh, like there's some there's some gambling mm-hmm. involved. Like there's an inspector, okay. and he's like, "I'm shocked, shocked that there's gambling happening in here. Just shocked." And then like someone comes up to him, and is like, "Here's your chip, sir," and he goes, "Thank you." And it's like a oh, I'm a hypocrite. Nice. Is that, does no one else remember that? Is no, that it sounds movie? great though. It sounds really good. That probably happened. Shocked. And I remember thinking even time I was like, it's a pretty good joke. It's a pretty good joke. Yeah. Pretty good. 
in the airplane scene. Yes. Is she getting in an airplane? She's getting in the airplane, yes. right? Oh. She's like, oh, I'm going to be safe because yeah. I'm in this airplane. Uh, Why won't you come with me? And he's yeah. like, I can't. And then he throws rocks at her. Isn't, he go- isn't she, like, isn't it like a double whammy because it's not only like she's leaving, but she's going back to her husband? Oh, oh right. Yeah. Or, that like, following her husband right? or something. Oh, yes. So, they used to be lovers. Yeah. Yeah. But then he screwed up. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, life happens, maybe. And then she got married, and now she's back. Like, hey, Rick Casablanca, fight the Nazis. <laughs> and he's like, ah, I don't want to. I think she didn't know he was in Morocco. Oh. Like, I think she literally, I think that's why that ginger line of all comes. The yeah, because I think she literally just, like, comes to this bar oh, does she to meet gingers? somebody else. At the bar, and then finds out that he owns it. So, did he? Did he fight in World War One? Great, oh. which is why he's like, "No, nah, I'm over war." Ooh, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. I'm a lost generation person. I'll double down on that. I like that. Yeah, but he's staying to maybe fight the Nazis, or like definitely. Why doesn't he go with her? Because she's got a husband. No, I feel like. It's um. It makes her safer somehow. Yeah. That by staying behind, he. Oh, because it's like shit about to go down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is definitely a like, I think a subtler version of like the end of uh the sound of music. You know what I mean? How the sound of music like that? It's like they have to escape from the Nazis, like right after that concert. Mm-hmm. And there's a big shot of just like a bunch of Nazi cars driving around dramatically. I think there's yeah. like a much quieter, more subtle version of that in this movie where it's like. They know he's involved somehow, and the Nazis are going to come do something bad. Nazi it up. Mm-hmm. Nazi yeah. it up. Yeah, that's get you, sad. Rick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it might not even get you, Rick. It might actually be get this girl that they know is hanging out with Rick right now. Oh, mm-hmm. she's, they're going to get her. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I really think she's part of the resistance. She, yeah, I feel like that sounds her and dramatic. her husband both work mm-hmm. in the resistance in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she French? No. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. She's an American resistance. I think her husband might be French. Yeah, her husband mm. might be French, or like some other European country that was affected at that yeah. time. The Frenchness of this makes me think it's noir. I'm leaning more towards because noir. there's a French person in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Dan's bet. Rick's new friend, new best friend at the end of the movie, is also French. And has a mustache. Whoa, I like that. Man. Wow, <laughs> very bold. And Beal Bolding even more wears an interesting hat. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, see that hat. Me too. I hope it's real. <laughs> so I'm very curious then how we think this movie is going to hold up. Um, how many Casablanca bars? <laughs> Is awesome. that like a candy bar? Uh, yeah. How oh. many Casablanca Sounds candy bars? delicious. Uh, Marca. Oh. Mm. Worth it. What's, it <laughs> what, what's the candy bar made out of? What's the... Pain. Oh, oh my God. Oh. oh. Just, and French chocolate. I don't know. Okay, yeah. No, that's pretty much this movie, right? Yeah. Like French charm wrapped around a bunch of pain. Like, isn't that basically what this movie is? Yeah. Sounds yeah. right. So. And a very hilarious joke at the beginning Apparently. about a guy who's very shocked about gambling. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm assuming. I think it's the beginning? I don't well, know. Well, whatever. Be. I mean... I, I pictured as part of the establishing the situation. Okay. But anyway, how many Casablanca bars? I'm going to be old, bold and say five bars. Whoa. Wow. Five I remember, bars. I remember, like, as I said earlier, knowing this movie was supposed to be good and then feeling that that was accurate once <laughs> I watched this movie. 
So I'm going to hold on to that and hope that I'm not crushed. Yeah. I'm also going to go with five. Because AFI can't be wrong, right? Sure. If they are, then (laughs) boy, have you wasted a lot of time. It's true. Citizen Kane, I didn't like that much. (laughs) Just saying it. Just saying it. Whoa. Thought it was kind of boring. Wow. Sound off, cane heads. <laughs> yeah, come at me, cane heads. <laughs> oh, okay, Dan, how many How many Casablanca bars? Jeez. Uh, I, do, I don't feel Beal Bold. I think it's going to, I'm going to give it four. Okay. Where okay. I'm going with this. Um, I think it's going to be great, but I'm, I'm worried it's not going to be as great as I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little nervous. It's not going to be amazing. Oh, I should have also said, um, this was maybe the first black and white movie that I watched that like broke my intense prejudice towards black and white movies. <laughs> like every time my folks were watching it, when I was growing up, it's like all black and white movies are terrible. Everyone knows that. I'm not watching this. <laughs> and like it was just like a shitty little kid thing to say. Yeah. And then I watched it, I was like, oh, okay. I don't. It's okay. I can watch a black and white movie. <laughs> this is great. That's amazing. Um, but that's beside the point. I'm gonna go four because I'm a coward. Well. <laughs> Um, I will keep you company in All Coward right. Town. Um, I'm going to go four because I like the idea of being able to raise it to a five. Uh-huh. And I feel so sad by the idea of if I don't like it as much as I remember liking it, downgrading it from a five to a four. Yeah. So I'm giving it an optimistic four. Right. I mean, that's the appeal of Coward Town. Yeah. Yes. Is that you, you're hedging against disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to take a bite of that pain bar. Right. <laughs> Five pain bars. Five pain bars. Ooh, that's a pain lot bars. of pain bars. Lot of pain bars. <laughs> yeah. And with that, we're going to hit pause. We're going to go watch the movie Casablanca, and we'll be right back. And we're back. We have just watched 102 glorious minutes of Casablanca. Uh, the film? I don't know. I don't know what else we're going to watch. <laughs> There's not a Netflix series as far as I know. Didn't the credits say it was from a play, though? I feel like the opening yeah. credits said it was like from a play by someone. Uh, oh, did it? I, didn't yeah. I just that. read a thing about this because I was like, ooh, let's find out more about this movie. And yeah. then I forgot it immediately. Yeah. Should we start um, a spin-off podcast? Yeah. <laughs> about plays that we haven't seen? Which is uh, about trivia that we've absorbed and then immediately oh, forgotten. Oh, Here's a fun fact. Okay. Lay it on. Bond short-lived TV series in the 1950s and the 1980s. What? That's weird. What would it even be? I feel like there's a world there. I guess. Like, but like like at which stage? Casablanca. I just like it wouldn't have. Yeah, I I just picture wings, but set in Casablanca at a bar. Yeah, the wings, I guess. I guess, is kind of 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think any of the same characters would be. Just well, like, Carl would be there. Carl would be there, oh, of course. Oh, yeah. MVP. Carl's the best. So, yeah. Can we, so before good. we go too much further, Please. mention that Ingrid Bergman... Yeah. Yeah. I felt so embarrassed. I was so obsessed with Humphrey Bogart um, because of our previous relationship with Humphrey Bogart. Right. Um, but I completely forgot about Ingrid Bergman. And I, I don't know. I just She's feel amazing. terrible. She's amazing. She's incredible. And so famous. Yeah. Ugh. Very famous. Shameful. Yeah. We're terrible. Sorry, yeah. Bergheads. Yeah. <laughs> we offended the Bergheads. Yeah. But the Humphers. Well, well. We're all about it. All about it. Uh, this movie came out in 1942. Crazy. All of us were wrong. Dan, you were the closest with 43. Well, 
I was right. I just oh, right. had an answer in my head. <laughs> you were right that you knew it already? Yeah. <laughs> um, which is like, we're, it's, the war yeah. is happening it's now. nuts. There were some lines in there, I'm just like, ooh. That's uh, just very ta- topical. Taking a stand there. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't, I mean, I guess I don't know, like, the production history of this film but i imagine this may have been some liberal propaganda mm-hmm. talking to you know quote unquote isolationist america at the time <laughs> even though we were probably already shipping a lot of stuff over here we were kind of <laughs> doing it quietly uh yeah i don't know it was just i like it's weird to because i feel like there were so many movies like we Said in the first half, like there are plenty of movies about World War Two that were made after World War Two. Yeah, that are like we are making very clear statements about our feelings about this war that happened twenty to thirty years ago and has now become public knowledge about all the horrible things that were happening. Yeah, but it's pretty. I don't know. It's impressive, like how some of the lines in this movie were like directly like, "This is terrible. These people are terrible." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was very pertinent to our current times. Um, oh, so I guess we should just set up. Uh, if you what haven't seen the movie, about. <laughs> uh, we open on a map. Yeah. Of, uh, Ooh. Yeah. Is that an animated opening? <laughs> it's kind of kind animated. Of? The there's a fade well, in. Does it start? It starts with the map, right? It's not the globe. Well, there's a globe, right? But that looks like an actual globe. Yeah. yeah. Like it starts... And all the countries are not right. I mean, they're probably right for the time, but like looking at it now, and I'm like, what is Cartographic that projections are very flawed. Yeah. Look yeah. it up. Well, even just like where the borders and stuff are. But I suppose sure. a borders lot of those borders changed, yeah. changed yeah. Uh, after World War II. Yeah. I don't know if you uh, millennials realize this, but mm. the continent of Africa, kind of a mess geopolitically for a couple of centuries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, colonialism. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we open on a map yes. of uh, pre-World War II uh, Europe and Africa, yeah. and um, they very helpfully chart the path that refugees take um, out of Paris, um, and that Morocco, uh, specifically Casablanca, um, specifically Rick's Cafe. Uh, <laughs> Not the name of the bar, Casablanca. It's oh, the name of the place. The name of the town. Cafe American. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, At least his name was Rick Casablanca, though, right? <laughs> That's right. True. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, but they give just a really beautiful idea of uh, the desperation and the waiting game that's happening in Casablanca and how yeah. it's a sort of uh, way station for people who want to be anywhere but there, except for Rick, who has made it his home, right? Kind yeah. Of. And for- I, th- I think they illustrate that. So well, I was thinking while they're doing the the first bar scene, which is a, a couple scenes in, but like it's just like little vignettes of people being desperate at tables, essentially like selling their jewelry and like mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to get out of town, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, they do uh, just a great job of building both that um, feeling of desperation as well as like here's how things are in Casablanca in a general. Like it felt so full to me, yeah. yeah. The town and That's the bar cool. and that- everything. The opening sequence of events is so fast. It was like dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. Yeah. Over here, over there. There's things happening here. There's monkeys on the street. Right. Like yeah. there's so yeah, much stuff happening. Great. A guy is like, oh, let me get my papers right here. And then runs away and gets get shot, shot in, in front of back. probably... A... The blue parrot? Well, there was that sign of a dude. And I couldn't figure out if that was like a real dude. 
sign what? Like, there was a poster of a man who was clearly, like, a authority figure. Oh, uh, yeah. And I couldn't figure out if it was supposed to be Wasn't that, uh, the guy, Louis. Uh, oh, was it? I don't know. Or if it was supposed was, to be, like, uh, a higher-up dude. Charles de Gaulle. Oh, maybe. That's the... We're in de Gaulle era, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tweet at us. De Gaulle has... French history. <laughs> and then, please, yes, sign it. <laughs> Your name, <laughs> De Gaulle Head, and then your first name. Uh, but yeah. yeah, but they do a great job of setting up, and they give us a couple of chances to understand that two German couriers have been killed, mm-hmm. which was really nice, because you didn't totally catch it the first time. No, because yeah. everyone had accents that were speaking very fast. Well, yeah. it's so fast. There was a lot happening, yeah. um, and they're trying to figure out uh, who the murderer is, and the murderer is... Beth K. Gibbs' favorite actor. <laughs> I did. Oh, no. Uh, Peter Laurie. Peter yeah. Laurie. Who was? It was him. He's the guy. We that we all thought it was. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't totally wrong with Mr. Pink, because he plays sort of a Mr. Pink character. Like a little sketchy, soft voice. Yeah. Is Mr. Pink Steve Buscemi? Yes. Oh. In, uh, okay. in Reservoir Dogs. Dogs. Yeah. He's yes. also kind of got buggy eyes. Yeah. Yes. He's like prototype. Buscemi. Oh, he's like, oh, he's the Buscemi of the World War II era. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Buscemi is post-war Peter Lorre. Yep. But in hindsight, uh, best description matches exactly. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah, he's the guy with the interesting voice. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> um, I was not right about their relationship. I thought they were friends. He's like not friends with him at all. He's kind of like a skeevy guy yeah. and he's like hey now we can be friends because I have these papers yeah mm. he's like tolerated by Rick. Yeah. yeah and he's like well, whatever he's a real Weasley dude who charge overcharges people for fake visas maybe yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he, but he yeah he's getting people out of the country so he's like I'm helping right but he's also charging them money so Rick doesn't like that he's yeah. like you're not really doing good you're making a buck yeah, yeah. Not like me. I intentionally will <laughs> yeah. uh, lose money right. in order to help a particularly endearing couple. Yes. We yeah. first meet in that opening montage. It's pretty great. Oh, are they there? Jan and lady. The Yeah, the ladies from Bulgaria. Oh. Oh, they're in the opening scene? The Bulgarian couple. Yeah, they're pretty early on. Oh. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Well, I noticed her because I was like, oh, she must be the other uh, named actress from the opening <laughs> credits um, because there are very few actresses listed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it did not pass the Bechtel walls. Oh no, no it's way. just not even anywhere. Not even close. Was I guess she was she even named, or did she the just Bulgarian ref- lady? Yeah, uh, I don't. Maybe I know her husband's name was Jan. Yeah, but that might have been that Jan. Yeah, and I. I don't remember her saying her name. But I think she did have one because I think other people knew her name. But anyway, I mean, she probably had one like in theory. Yeah, like if you ask the writers, like, does this character have a name? Yeah. In general, and be like, yeah, everybody has a name. There's no nameless ones in this. Yeah. And they, yeah. if anything, they'd like panic. Be like, yeah, our name's uh, Susie. I don't know. <laughs> oh wait, is she Yvette? Who's no, Yvette? Yvette. Oh, Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne was the other lady. The other lady. And Rick had had some liaisons yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. She had. The craziest shirt on. The craziest shirt in the world. world. Yes. Yeah, it was like uh, it was long sleeve with like a deep V neck, but it was entirely beaded, yeah. like beaded fringe. It was like, weird. Whoever made that shirt spent a very long time making yeah. that shirt. Sure. And then it also was yeah exposing her midriff. Yes, it was also a crop top. Right yeah. to crop show top. that in 1942 she was 
a bit of a looser woman. Yeah. She was a bit of a tart. Yes. Because Louis wanted to be banging on that, too. <laughs> Louis oh. wanted to be banging on a lot of things. Oh. He's Louis. like the French cop guy. Yeah, he's, he's like a chief of police. He's the prefect yeah. of police, yeah. where it's his title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I have a lot to say about him. I don't cool. know if we want to get right into it, but he Why is not? fascinating. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, he is... I think the actor does a great job because yes. it's equal parts like charming and friendly and like a super creep, very corrupt cop. Creeps yeah. 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 Super creepy. Like a lovable creep. Yeah. yeah. But like he is for sure uh, just banging women to give them visas. Yep. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, just very corrupt. He even says how corrupt he is. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, it's just me, a corrupt police officer. Yeah. yeah. And he's like so disarming at the same time. Yeah. Like, oh, you predator, you. Yeah. That's so weird. And he like never drops it. Like no. even, I feel like anyone he's talking to, whether it be like Captain Nazi or Rick or whoever, he's just like, I'm just going to tell you exactly who I am, but in this very charming way. Yeah. Now uh, let's all drink champagne together. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's how men are on the first date. They'll say, I'm an asshole. Ha, 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 oh, yeah. ha, And you should listen. It's true. They always say that. You, you should think, listen. Do you think he is the he is the World War II mystery author of the classic <laughs> book, The Game, which is oh, a yeah. book for creepers to hit on women? Well, he was dropping eggs. He was definitely so negging. He was definitely negging. Yeah. <laughs> was he? Where? Uh, I don't know. I feel like he did. Probably. Well, just like... You, you're not good enough to have a visa that have to sleep with me to get a visa. Yeah. He's but just you, like you straight a, up. You're pretty attractive. You'd be more attractive if you had a visa. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Also, your thighs are thick. That's probably what he says. Jesus. Probably. 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 He was the guy that I said had a weird hat and a mustache, by the way. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Agreed. Well, yeah. yeah, he had like a safari hat. Yeah. I mean, he had the same hat as most of yeah, the other like, police. But he always wore it at like, like a, a little. Yeah, to show that he was. You know who he looked like to me was the hunter from Jumanji. Oh, <laughs> oh. Van Sustrin. Something. I don't know. Pe- Pelt. Van Pelt. Probably. That That's a right. library somewhere. No. Oh. I guess it can't be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in Madison. Uh, Tweet at us, library yeah. heads. <laughs> Hashtag. What would Dead Man Pelt? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, he was weird because he was, I don't know, like, it's weird where he's not, like, the villain of the story necessarily, but he's also, like, incredibly bad for most of the characters. Yeah, he wasn't sinister, but he was Just an evil. asshole, yeah. Is he evil? Yeah. Uh, here's what I was thinking of. You know that whole, like, thing? I don't know what it's even from. Sorry, nerds. But there's, like, chaotic good and oh, that yeah. kind D&D. of thing. Okay, it's that's D&D. D&D. Okay. Your alignment. So, I felt like he was neutral because he only cared about himself. He didn't sure. care which side, of, if he was good or evil. He just, like, was like, well, how am I going to be? Yeah. yeah. Until the very but end. also chaotic, right? Chaotic. Would right. he be chaotic neutral in that case? Well, the chaotic versus lawful is about whether they follow some sort of, I think it's some sort of internal set of rules, not mm. necessarily an external. Oh, okay. So, so like a, he a, might be lawful in that he is, like, my role is I benefit from everything yeah. that yeah. I do. Because he's... He's pretty predictable, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Like always looking out for number one. Yes. Yeah, but he also doesn't do, he doesn't take any necessary extra action, right? right. Yeah. Because he doesn't, 
he might be bummed out that uh, Rick stole his opportunity to take advantage of the Bulgarian visa seeker. Yeah. Right? But he's not going to do anything No, about he's got it. a blonde lined up for the next name. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't take it personally. Yeah. I think that's the major thing about yeah. Rick and... Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, Louis lacks any sort of emotion or empathy. He's kind of a sociopath, yeah. right? Like yeah. he like nothing affects him other than like nothing affects him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even when he gets held up at gunpoint, he's just like, Okay, we're doing this now. Yep. Well, that's gonna, the situation. It's gonna go really bad for you. All yeah. Right. <laughs> he's like still kinda snarky. Yeah. Yeah. He's but, out. Yeah. yeah. And so is Humphrey Bogart's character though, the whole yes. time. Like even where you're like, Well, I might be uncomfortable talking with an officer from the Third Reich mm-hmm. but he is very um smooth and dismissive. Oh, I guess you have to be. he's so fucking smooth. Yeah. The master covers broken heart. Oh, well, it's effective. Oh, Bogart. Right? He's so good in he's this. He's so good. He's really this. good. Uh, the scene where he's angry, sad. That's a lot of half the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one. Uh, like when, after he first sees. After he first sees uh, Ilsa, Ilsa his again? love. Yes. And then he's just up all night drinking. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wrote down that I could watch Humphrey Bogart smoke and drink in that suit for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Like that could have been the rest of the movie. It was just him sitting there in like the noirish lighting. Yeah. yeah. Slamming down whatever it was, bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> he said bourbon real weird. Like late bourbon. bourbon. Uh, but yeah, he he killed it on that drunk, sad, but also a man and I gotta be tough thing. Yeah, I found it super interesting to see such a uh, vulnerable display of a very masculine man. Yeah. And this, like, he is all man. Yeah. At the same time, like, it, his heart got broke so hard, and like, you yeah. and, he, and you can see him feeling oh, so man. hard, uh, and but he's still just like fucking man, <laughs> right? Still <laughs> filling out that suit, and like I wouldn't, I don't know, I, when I think of like oh movies from back in the day, I don't expect that sort of uh, subtlety to emotion and like and like anything other than like I'm a dude and I bang women and shoot people, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you expect, like, the closest to get to vulnerability is, like, a deep sigh, and then they cut to the next scene right. or something. <laughs> but, like, between him and Ilsa, I mean, they were both broken up about things, but I, I feel like he took things harder. Yeah. Like, he was the uh, yeah. more sensitive I one. I was gonna say, that's something that, like, she's not, like, a typical female character in that sense either. Like, she's not bawling her eyes out. Like, no. they both have, it's all, it's essentially the same shot when, um, what's the song now? And no, I can't remember. As, as time goes by. Like, the first time that they play it, it, like, zooms in on her face and she's just got watery eyes. Yeah. And then the same shot happens where he's sitting at the table and he plays it again, Sam. And then <laughs> he also has just, like, teary eyes it's like it's almost exactly the same shot but yeah it's cool to see like those characters be different than Mm -hmm. what you would expect them to be at that time sure and they had such different experiences too right she knew why she couldn't meet up with him and she was torn up about it in her way but she's also still in a mode where she has to be strong right Mm -hmm. he doesn't have to be strong anymore because it's just him Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Can we talk about Bergman's eyes for a second? So sure. pretty. She, yeah. One, they are the prettiest eyes in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, the shiniest eyes. Yeah. And I feel like that might have been part of it. Is that made it, like, I don't know if that's just how she always looked. I'd have to look at more movies she was in. <laughs> or if she was just, like, acting in that very, like, razor's edge of emotion the entire movie. Because, like, every time they closed in on her, she had, like, the shiniest eyes in the world. Mm. And maybe that was kind of the idea. Is that, like, she just almost was crying the whole time. And then when she'd roll one... It was like heartbreaking. Yeah. 
Because every once in a while, like a single oh, actor tear yeah. would come down. You're like, you come meant on. One eye, she's rolling. <laughs> no. I'm just gonna pretend like I know what you're talking about. Sorry. Yeah. No, I totally. Yeah. It, it's intense. Yeah. The, the emotions are intense. The emotions are intense and, and also, like, not over the top. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's, like, keeping it together, but barely. Kind of. Actually, I would say the person who bore the brunt of Rick slash Humphrey Bogart's emotion was Sam. Yes. Oh, yeah. There is a moment when uh, Rick is at his lowest and Sam is in the room and tries to, you know, get him to stop drinking. And they have a conversation that I just wrote with the word divorce. Um, it was so tense. Yeah. And he has a moment where he said, you played it for her. Play it for me. You're yeah. like, don't do it, Sam. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was great. Yeah. That whole scene between them was so good. That where... dialogue's great, though. Yeah, the yeah. progression of, like, like, are you going home? Was it, are you going home soon? No. Are you? Mm-hmm. There's a second one. Like, and then, are you ever going to go home? And he just says, "No." Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was funny, but also, like, yeah, but also, yeah. And then he's trying so hard to be his bro. He's like, "Let's let's drive around all night. Let's get drunk. Let's go fishing." And then he's just like, "Play the ah, just play the song." And then like barely stops stuff from bawling his eyes out. Yeah, so uh, beautiful. Uh, uh, it is true he does never say "Play it again, Sam." No, no, but, but several characters. In some way, indicate Sam. We would like that song to be played. played. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. They never tell him to play it. No. Well, that is a line, isn't it? Play it, Sam. Yeah. Play it, Sam. Yeah. Very There's close. Play it, Sam. Play it, Sam. Play it one, one more time. Yeah. There is. Yeah. You played it for her. Play it for me. Yeah. yeah. Lots of variations on that. He's getting ordered around a lot. Yeah. Oh. Poor guy, man. Poor Sam. But he oh. he's their like buddy. He was there. He's yeah. like their. I don't know. He's kind of like. I guess he's sort of like Rick's Chewbacca, right? <laughs> Because he, like, traveled the world with him? Yeah. 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 Oh, and oh, there's then. even kind of a scene where, like, oh, I, never mind. It doesn't apply. The scene where she's with her husband. Yes. Victor Laszlo. Um, and he says something about, Hero like, of the Underground. Yeah. He mm. says that I love you, and she said, I know. Right? Yeah. Essentially. She says, yes. Yes. Yes, I, yes, I know. Kind of, that's what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Like, Anyway, Star Wars. Star there Wars. you go, nerds. There's also there's also if we want to take Humphrey Bogart being Han Solo faster, farther. Mm-hmm. He he shoots first. He does. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. In the uh, against the Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. He, he only shoots. Right. Yeah. I don't think a Nazi gets a shot. Well, off. that's technically also first. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know. Which is the same. Did Greedo shoot, or did he he just gets blown away? I don't oh, nerds! Oh. You're so mad right now. <laughs> Both we probably talked about it on the episode where we watched that movie. Shoot, right? I yeah. remember feeling very strongly that the version we watched, it was good that he shot first. But Correct. then I, I feel like Greedo doesn't get a shot off. I thought he did. You know what? We'll tweet at us later. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll tweet, tweet at us. We'll tweet, <laughs> we at will tweet him. And then we'll retweet it. Hashtag, <laughs> hey guys, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll reply to that and say, shut up, nerds. Oh, yeah. We are the nerds in that yeah, situation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I feel like we should catch everybody up on on what happens in case they're fuzzy, right? Oh, because we jumped from they're in love with each other to Rick shoots a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, no, we definitely uh, jumped over a couple of key points. Sure. And the story is uh, full. Yes, it's a yeah, full story. There's a lot yes. happening. Without sure. being overly complex, this is an amazing movie. With exactly the right amount of exposition, I will add. Um, yeah, it's uh, so it does turn out that yes, the person who comes to the bar is his former love. They fell in love with Paris, but she's not uh, Parisian or even French. She's from Oslo. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, when they meet and fall in love, 
Um, she is under the belief that her husband has been killed uh, trying to escape from a concentration camp. Mm -hmm. But it turns out he was not killed. Um, he was alive. He was she, hiding in a train car outside of Paris. Mm. And he was sick. He needed her. Yes. Um, but she finds this out on the day she's supposed to meet up with Humphrey Bogart on the train to get to the last train leaving Paris before the Germans take over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very sad. Mm -hmm. And then they think they'll never see each other again. She writes him a very nice note, which he throws away. It was smeared. I, the I rain smeared the whole... I would never throw away that you note. His even heart it. was broken. broken. Hang on to that note. What's he going to do? He's probably going to throw... What if he throw? Okay. What if years from now, he's in Rick's bar. He's in Casablanca, mm -hmm. right? Like Carl, clumsy Carl. Adorable, <laughs> oh, so adorable. beautiful German Louis teddy bear Carl. <laughs> Carl. He's coming so in. He's like, Eric, I have the papers. <laughs> and then he trips. The papers go flying. Carbon. They land into the pile of other papers. This smeared ink paper gets thrown into all this other paper. And it's just like, ah, Carl, just clean it up. And then Carl just sweeps it away anyways. Because it's not like he sees any significance to it. It's just a dirty piece of paper. You can see her tears in the rain on that paper. <laughs> It is a beautiful letter yes. that is held on screen just long enough for us to read it. However, However what? at that moment, he was upset. We Well, not only was he upset, but this is the flashback after amazing, sad, drunk Bogart. So we realized that like in that moment he received that letter, his heart calloused over uh, and he refused to feel again. That was the opposite of the Grinch move. What? Instead of his yeah. oh. growing three sizes, <laughs> it, it's it like shrunk. shrank into a yeah. dense ball. Yeah. In the animated version, you would see it shrink. Yeah. Well, he crumples up the note and throws just like it. his heart was crumpled. <laughs> yes. I get it. I just come on. I get it. I mean, he's not throwing it away because he doesn't care about her anymore. Right. Because, like, I bet later he's like, oh, I wish I still had that note. But he yeah. is so upset that he's like, I can't even look at this piece of paper. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, it's very heartbreaking. Yeah. I think they'll never see each other again. Yeah. And then of all the gin joints in all of Morocco, which I will say, though, it sounds like there are exactly two gin joints in Morocco, so it's not that yeah. unlikely. Well, in anyway. Casablanca. Well, yeah. Morocco he says all the gin joints in all the world. In all the world. Oh, that's fair. There you go. Well, there are really only two gin joints in Casablanca. One of them is the Blue Parrot, which yeah. we hear all about forever. Yeah. Yeah. And we only see once, and it doesn't seem that cool to me. It seems <laughs> so pretty shitty. Yeah, it's yeah. like a dive bar. Yeah. Yeah. But it's way more but like the headquarters of the black market than a classy bar. It right? looks more like a local bar. Yeah. Um, like if you were like, I want a Moroccan bar run by a fat Italian. Or whatever. But also there's a lady in it. Like dancing there was in the a corner. Lady, yeah. You don't see her, you just see her shadow. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. Oh. So I, I think it's more of a like a. Shady? That kind of entertainment. Uh, <laughs> That's my guess. I love that actor who played uh, owner Ferrari? of the Ferrari? Ferrari? Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. He, I think he's in Malthus Falcon too. And I just love how he is always that guy. He's always <laughs> just like, I'm just going to be very. Uh, large and intimidating, but talk at this very clipped pace all the time, <laughs> and I'm always slightly amused by what's happening to these people. He's kind of another chuckling bear. Yeah, mm. I love it. Okay, so of all the gin joints in all of the world, yes. she comes into the one here in Casablanca where Rick is, and they reconnect, and it drives him to sadness. 
Oh, and then there's a whole thing with the German courtiers, 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 courtiers. <laughs> oh gosh, courtesans. Courtesans. <laughs> Not the blue parents. <laughs> yeah. Courtesans. Um, I've been murdered, and the reason they've been murdered is that they took their papers. What are their papers? Are like a free pass. Transit. Yeah, it's like a get out of jail free card. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like Charles signed. Peter Lorre's papers. Yes. Oh, yes. You got it there. He killed them. Oh, yeah. right. They explained the papers that I didn't quite get because I'm not a history head. They were like signed by some authority figure from France. Yeah. And they were basically like, nobody's going to question them. Yeah. yeah. Like any entity will be like, okay, sure. And then you can get to Lisbon. And then you can mm-hmm. get to America. Wait, so the plane goes to Lisbon and then there's, oh, there's a ship. Then, you use, yeah. then Lisbon is the point where you go to America. Yeah. 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 And then you get turned away at the Statue of Liberty because it's a shameful time in our history. That's true, that happened. Yeah, yeah, but only if you were a German Jew, right? Not yeah. if you were, like, a rich Russian person from Morocco. Well, yeah. that's true. Or Rick Casablanca. Or Rick Casablanca. Well, we never get to find out because they end the movie too early. Yeah, God, why didn't they follow them? <laughs> follow that plan. Maybe that was in the TV show in the 80s. Oh, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> Victor and Nilsa, Manhattan, New York. It was a sitcom. I want the TV show to be Carl and the Russian. Bar. Yes, that'd be amazing. Oh, Carl was so great. Yeah. I want to. I do want to interrupt your yeah. plot summary, but uh, the, uh, the Russian uh, barman was also one of my favorite dudes. Yeah. Uh, uh, for just for the line of his, one of his first lines to Rick when he's talking about how some Germans came in, he just says, some Germans came in. <laughs> and I was like, that's great. You're just making fun of Germans, you crazy Russian. And he's got an awesome thin mustache. Oh, yeah. the mustache, in the, the mustache is in this movie in general. In general, yeah. mustache game on Phenomenal. Point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody's got a great mustache. Everybody's got a great mustache. And if they don't have a great mustache, they're wearing amazing suits and have perfectly cut chins and perfect hair. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. You, Dan, you bet Barry would look great in everything. Agreed. Yes. Yep. yep. Bet accomplished. <laughs> Even he like. a trench coat. Oh, man. He's got a white tux. That's oh. his parasuit. He looked amazing. Oh. Parasuit. Oh. Ingrid Bergman, too, though. So I good. have to say. So wow. beautiful. Yeah. The outfit she wears to go visit um, the prefect mm-hmm. um, at the police department is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, it's jaunty and adorable. Yes, and like I a just don't. Hat. Yeah. Yes, but like in a cool way. Yeah, but I'm like how yeah. did she escape with her life in this amazing outfit? Right. But you know, who it's am I to question? White, crisp yes. outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly. Yeah, but you know, maybe when your husband is the hero of the resistance, mm. people will like do some favors for you. <laughs> You know what I mean? Get you some like, nice, nice duds. Keep his clothes clean. Yeah. 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 But all of that is 100% like, Oh, here's your hat, Mr. Laz- Mrs. Laszlo. <laughs> That's like a little newsboy hat. Yeah. For you. <laughs> that probably doesn't happen in Morocco. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a fez instead. In the right. yes. A lot of fez is in this, too. Yes, including fat blue parrot guy. Yeah. He, I love how he's wearing his suit with his incredibly short necktie. Real short tie. Very wide cummerbund. <laughs> yeah. And a fez. And then he just sat there being very amused by everything. local, talking about the black market. <laughs> uh, did you want to keep recapping the plot, Molly? Oh, well, I think we're pretty caught up. But basically, Victor, her husband, um, is a hero to the resistance. Um, and the first thing you understand is that they want to keep him in Casablanca. Because the Germans. Because the Germans are there. Uh, and the yeah. second thing you realize is they're going to kill him either way. Um, and that he really has to get out. And then all of the tension in the story is around... 
uh, Rick, who has possession of these free pass to USA uh, documents, yep. um, whether he will use these two passes um, so that Ilsa and Victor can uh, go away together, so that he and Ilsa can go away together, or so that Victor and he can go. Wow, it's like your love triangle, finally. I don't think uh, Victor and Rick is ever a possibility. But isn't that what they think? Oh, they It's think always it's... just her, I think. Um, She's always getting to go. Yeah. Right. And, but at one point, she thinks that but, just Victor. Yeah. And she's going to stay with Rick. She, her, idea, her version Hi. in her head is, I will stay here and suffer with Rick, but Victor will go so he can keep the resistance alive. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I got it. So it's okay. another two loved line segments. Okay, got it, got <laughs> it. Line segment, right? I think for a second I thought that it doesn't really matter. doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the tension of what is he going to do uh, with these papers, yeah. and then the consequences of him taking heroic action are oh, pretty terrible. Also, they established that uh, Rick had taken direct action in previous... Uh, mm. fights yes. in Europe. Yeah, we had wondered if he fought in World War One. No. no. But he did fight in the Spanish Civil War. Yes. On the loyalist fascist. side. Yes. Yeah. We don't know if he ever went into Pan's Labyrinth or not. Right. <laughs> they don't talk about that. But I like to think he did. But he ran guns in Ethiopia, I think. Yes. Right? So, yeah. So, he's got some history there. Yeah, and he has, or he had, a heart of gold before it was crumpled up like a piece of wet oh. paper. Because... Uh, sassy mustache prefect is like, mm-hmm. isn't it interesting that these are always fighting for the underdog? <laughs> he says yes. some sassy thing while he like yeah. jauntily drinks champagne. Yeah, he keeps calling him a sentimentalist. Yeah, and yeah. Ooh, uh, he is for sure in love with Bogart. Oh, oh he's oh, for. Sh- I was gonna throw this out there. <laughs> right? I think there is a love triangle oh. in this story, and I oh. think it is because that that guy, what's Louis? his face, Louis, Louis. Louis. yeah. I think he is both attracted to Rick and Ilsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isla. What's yeah. her name? Ilsa. 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 That makes more sense. Yeah. I think he, <laughs> I think Louis be banging with whoever women he can trick, uh-huh. but he is pining yes. for Mr. Blaine. Right. I'm sorry, Mr. Casablanca. Yeah. Rick Casablanca. <laughs> there are so many moments where he says stuff where I'm like, come on. Is, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Do they know what that sounds like? Or, like, they they knew, right? I think so. They knew it was kind of like double entendre kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I think okay. so. Well, sometimes he's blatant, like, if I, when he's talking about two women, he's like, if I were you, I'd want to be with him, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't be with me. Yeah. Well, yeah. but that's just sort of like... Well, I feel like that's both. I feel like that covers both grounds. Yeah. It's like, it's I'm always triangle. out for myself, because I'm great. But also, wouldn't it be nice to be with Rick? <laughs> Rick <Casablanca. laughs> Owner of Rick's Casablanca bar. Yeah. Oh. Uh, can I quick just jump into this? I said this when I mentioned that guy drinking champagne, that there was a moment in Paris where like the Germans are coming, and Rick and Ilsa and Sam the Piano Man are opening up a bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. And even before Rick specifically said they need to drink three more because the bartender would rather water his garden than let the Germans have it, yeah. I realized I regretted not keeping count of the bottles of champagne in this movie. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like every ten seconds, someone is either opening or ordering <laughs> champagne. Yeah. Yes. I would like to see that, and also a percentage of screen time when someone has a lit cigarette in their hand. Oh. That's maybe 100%. Yeah. <laughs> they change the book like crazy it's in this amazing. movie. And they all look so good at it. They look so cool. Sorry, anti-tobacco <laughs> lobbyists. They look so they look cool. So cool. I, this movie is 100% responsible for everyone who smokes today. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, been passed down. Like, Bogart's establishing shot yeah. is, like, start on 
cigarette in hand and then pan up and he looks cool as shit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's already like, look at that cool hand swinging a cigarette. I bet the rest of him looks pretty cool. Yeah. Lo and behold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I bet an entire generation of Americans were smoking because of this movie. <laughs> yeah. And because of its smooth American flavor. That's right. We're still looking for sponsors. <laughs> we'll take it off. We'll take anything. We need we'll that second salad. Uh, Dan, you bet there would be a Nazi in the bar. <laughs> there were quite a few. Yeah, I think I nailed that. Lots of Nazis. Lots, Lots of Nazis. Nazis. Oh, and that was such a... Because I think we mentioned um, Sound of Music before in the first half. Mm. And... Um, to me, it was really neat to see the moment where the Germans have taken over the piano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which your first thought is like, that is Sam's piano. Right. Yeah. Where's oh, Sam? Yeah. Back yeah. off. That's right. what I thought. I was like, yeah. Sam okay? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we don't really see him much after Ooh. that. Now I think about yeah. it. Uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. I don't, do we see Sam again? I don't know. Now I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gosh. Okay, we'll rewatch he's it. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. But, like, what happens? Oh, that's right. Because, no, because he goes when... to America. He's safe. Yeah, he's safe. Everything's fine. <laughs> well, no, because he, um, when, um, uh, Ferrari. Rick sells the restaurant to Ferrari, yeah. he ensures continued employment of Carl and, oh, okay. and yeah. Sam okay. and the Russian yeah. guy. Russian. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. Well, anyway, the, the Germans have taken over the piano uh, and are playing, I guess, the... Uh, German nationalist song yeah. mm-hmm. and everybody's really despondent and there's this beautiful moment of representing Victor's leadership and bravery in this very tiny context because he knows they're also I mean they're Nazis who have taken over the piano and they're Nazis there who have already spoken to him and warned him and he goes over to the rest of the band and he gets them to play is it the national anthem? Yes. Yeah, that is, national anthem. That is, that is national yes. anthem. Okay. Yeah. I and French uh, and, and I mean, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. they yes. were very... Uh, a lot of fighting. A lot of fighting. A lot of fighting. <laughs> French, French be fighting a lot. <laughs> yeah. Those last... For, us, for the millennial listeners, uh, pre-World War II France and World War II France, kind of a geopolitical mess for quite a while. Yeah. 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 Uh, but anyway, so the band starts playing the national anthem, and then people rise to their feet, and they drown out the sound yeah. of the Germans. And it's a beautiful demonstration. Uh, and at the end, people are moved to even, say, Viva France. Yeah, even Yvonne is mm-hmm. like, suddenly she loses the mask of like, I'm just a loose woman for comic effect. And That's she's willing like crying. To, and yeah, because like, oh, she was willing God. to date a Nazi. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's this beautiful moment. And then you sort of also see that the Nazis now see Victor as a threat. Right. And that's when you realize he can't stay in Casablanca. Yeah. And then, if you're me watching the movie, mm-hmm. you then, once again, remember this movie was made in 1942. And some of those actors, who are presumably actual French people, oh. Uh, oh, yeah. were like you know legitimately considering the state of their country. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I, the music in this movie is so important. That mm-hmm. is not something that I remembered yeah. from the first time. Like, there's that you know the. Oh my gosh! I'm never gonna remember the name of the song. As, as time as goes time by, goes by yeah. mm-hmm. that that Wrong. is recurring. That happens a lot. That affects emotion. There's that scene with the um, the national anthem, and like there's just in that early montage of like these are the things happening in the bar. There's they take a full break to do like a, a perf- like a song. They, oh, with so the lady with the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Well, but also there's Sam actually, there's does a like, couple knock on times. wood. Yeah, oh, that was great. And there's like they take like they take their time with it, like actually playing music. And it, 
I don't know. It's it's really cool to see like the like all this tension happening, and then what like their release is is like mm-hmm. listening right. to this music and like kind of feeling together in that way. And yeah. I just thought that was so beautifully done. Yeah. Do you? Uh, it's just reminding me of the knock on wood scene. One first, quick aside. Uh, one of the, my MVPs was the accordion player during Knock on Wood. Because when they cut to the band, and like, because every time you'd say Knock on Wood, they'd, everyone would like knock on the table or whatever. But when yeah. they cut to the band, the accordion player would just hit his own face. Oh, a couple <laughs> people did that. It was amazing. Uh, too, yeah. But then that was also the song where Rick hid the get out of Nazi Germany free <laughs> papers yeah. under the piano. Yeah. And like, the reason he did it is because like the spotlight would move away from the piano every time the crowd was. Like, it was their time to knock on wood. Mm. I almost wonder if that is, like, just Rick's American Cafe's, like, I'm going to hide something now song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wonder if that was just, like, part of the thing where it's like, Sam, I'm going to play knock on wood. And that just means, like, I'm going to hide something in your piano. <laughs> yeah. Like, and everybody looks away. Yeah. And he just slips it in there and he can knock on the piano at the same time. Right? Yeah. Mr. So Rick, Rick Casablanca. Rick Casablanca. The original magician. <laughs> Uh, speaking so of Sorry. MVPs and the piano, yeah. mine was just a dude leaning on the piano oh, yeah. deep into the movie. <laughs> it's like this, it's like really skinny, old, probably a white dude in like African yeah, face. Probably. Uh, wearing a fez, just like chomping on the stub of a cigar. Do uh, you even see his face? No, you see uh, just the back of it, yeah. but just that lean, lean. That piano lean. So, so good. good. <laughs> Check him out. He's probably like an hour and 20 in the movie. <laughs> My, uh, my MVP yeah. is the parrot uh, in front of the blue parrot because I'm pretty sure it's a red parrot. <laughs> I wonder that. I was just like, we'll never know. Those macaws, well, I guess you can have a blue macaw, right? Yeah, but I bet Johnny Hollywood is just like, ah, who gives a shit? Don't want to see it, it's black and white. Yeah, but then Ted Turner comes in, colorizes it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, entirely possible. I thought I was going to make Carl my MVP, but he's a named character. He might have too big a role. I mean, he's, but there's he's a so good. Moment, he's the overall MVP. For yeah. me, his MVP moment, although there were so many adorable, amazing pieces, was when uh, a known thief bumps into him on his way out. Yes. yes. That was mine, too. Oh, and he just does the most beautiful job of double-checking for his own wallet and having a sense of relief, and it's in under two seconds, oh. I think. It's incredible. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to be... I, didn't, I wrote him down as my MVP at that moment because I didn't realize he was going to play such a like significant <laughs> role in the rest of the movie. Because, yeah, he just has that thing where he, like, checks all of his pockets and then has this, like, I don't know, there's, like, this, like, little nod to himself of, like, assuring himself, like, yes, yeah. everything's fine. <laughs> everything's and then he continues to go on his way and have his heart melted when Rick, <laughs> like, with childlike glee, when yeah. Rick saves John. He's watching from, like, a corner. Yeah, like, that was, behind a, I like, love it. And they cut to him, like, three times. We're just, like, holding his tray, like, just so <laughs> enamored that Rick is being nice to that Bulgarian couple. Yeah, she's, like, he's giving them money so she doesn't have to bang Louis. Louis, yeah. Uh, and that's got I uh, I liked all of the dialogue in this movie. It, it so much of it pops like beyond oh the famous lines. Everybody like, had zingers. Everybody had zingers. Uh, but the one I liked when because so the Bulgarian lady comes in essentially to ask Rick like if I bang Louis, will he hold up his end of the bargain and get me out? Um, and me she, and my husband and our children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she asked like that was like future children. Oh, yeah. that's right. They only married eight weeks. She and her husband. Got and it. she was also underage for the bar. Oh, right. Which is extra Louis. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, he's a creep. Creep wow. supreme. Yeah. Creep oh, he's so creepy. How do you say creep supreme in French? Yeah. 
Cramp means creep? Yeah. Oh no, that's yeah. uh, creeps with Nutella. <laughs> uh, but she asks uh, Rick Casablanca if if he's a man or something. Like is mm-hmm. he a, like he's a man? And he responds oh, like, "Yeah, like any other, only more so." So good. Which is like. Oh, such a great the, way to say all men are creeps. Right? And he's especially creepy. Oh, such a good line. Oh, that one, I mean, so many of them popped, but like, that was like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And then earlier, another one I wrote down, but I was like, oh, okay, he's really creepy. When <laughs> someone comes into Louis' office and says, we have another visa problem. And he goes, okay. And he goes over and like adjusts his clothing and closes the door. Like, uh, okay, now we know he's just he's just banging women to get yeah. him out of yeah. the country. Oof. Uh, prep supreme. Yeah, but also so charming in his so own weird way. Yeah, uh, just like completely devoid of morality. Yeah. or empathy. Uh, Beth, you would bet there would be sexy trumpets indicating it's a noir. There weren't necessarily sexy trumpets. <laughs> there was a lot of like music happening, yeah. as yeah. we talked about and earlier. Good jazzy music and yeah. jazzy. The more noir thing was just how they played with shadows. The lighting, yeah. There's a lot of shadows and a lot of lighting stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's like a whole scene where you don't even see Rick, but you just see a shadow. Oh, like yeah. Opening the safe. Or he's opening it's the safe. really cool. That was super mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. 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 Or like the, uh, the, the last place that he and Ilsa saw each other. Like when they cut to that scene in the flashback, they just show the, the painted window silhouetted on the floor of the bar. Mm. Instead of actually showing a sign of the bar, which I thought yeah. was cool. Yeah. It's really beautiful. So apparently it's not technically a film noir. I guess because it's not a crime drama. I don't know. I don't know. But it's Who decides that? The Noir Council? The, <laughs> the first Let's results the on Google. Tweet at us, Noir Heads. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about the dialogue? Like, just all the dialogue in the yeah. end of the movie? Yeah, let's start from the You, you want to go over... Because uh, <laughs> it's, like, literally every famous line in the history of film. Yeah, here's well, the ones we've been in, on. Within maybe, like, one minute. Right? Yeah, yeah the crazy. very end is, like... It's amazing. Hill of beans. Boom, boom. We missed some. Um, here's looking at you, kid, for, like, the fourth time. Sure. Yeah. But it's still in there. Yeah. I thought I, uh, I thought that was the last line. It's not. Yeah. You'll regret it. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Yeah. But someday you'll get it. Uh, we'll always have we'll Paris. We'll always have Paris. Ugh. So this is the start of a beautiful friendship. Yes. Which oh. is the last line. Yeah. Welcome to Casablanca. Yep. <laughs> the bar in this town that is unnamed. Yeah. Uh, Louis, I am your father. <laughs> yeah. It's me, Casablanca. <laughs> yeah, just in the yeah, in the last like four lines are all like lines you've heard a thousand yeah. times somewhere else. Yeah, I I mean I guess it just speaks to uh, I don't know. It's one of those things where, I mean, I guess this comes back to kind of what we were saying in the first half of just like, you know, culture tells us this movie is great. Yeah. But then like that scene is sort of a weird compressed version of that argument where it's like, oh, you know, all those lines people use as like just quick, you know, like literally any moment in that scene would be part of a montage at like the Oscars of like, look how great film is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, they could like take like one chunk of that. Right. And you'd be like, oh, right, of course. One of the iconic moments of all of film. And it still didn't get number one on AFI's list. Citizen King. Sitting at number two. Jeez. What a ripoff. What is number one? Citizen Kane. Ugh. Guess what number three is? Oh. On the waterfront. No. Damn it. 
Bridge over the river Kwai. No. Uh, These are all in the top ten, I believe. Breakfast at Tiffany's. No. No, too new. Ugh, fine. That might be on the list. It's The Godfather. Oh. First one? Part one. The first one. No, part three. Yeah, the third one (laughs) is the number writer. She was in, I've never no, seen No, Sophia the th- Coppola was. No. Yes. 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 It was supposed to be Winona Ryder. Really? Oh, I thought. That's weird. Is she tied up in Beetlejuice? No. No. Different years. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought it was, and then something fell through, and so it was Sophia Coppola. Louis is the Beetlejuice of this movie. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, He's he like Creep Supreme, but also very entertaining. Yeah, he's very charming, but like... Really terrible. Like, like terrible. a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. a sexual predator. Yeah. 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 <laughs> For sure. Oh, Ooh. I wish he had a, and he has, like, jaunty clothing. Right. Ooh. Fun hair. <laughs> his hair's fine. His mustache is great. Very Everybody's... rude to Beth yeah. Yeah. at Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The actor playing <laughs> Louie from Godfather. We were waiting in line to go on the studio tour, and he was in front of me, turned around and said, it looks like I'm having a better hair day than you. Yeah. By the way, do you need a visa? <laughs> oh, I was like, like oh, yeah, because I'm in high school. You're like, I'm underage. And he's like, I don't care. I'm in character. <laughs> You'll never get out of this park without me. <laughs> and then he takes out his champagne. Yeah, just drinks it and lights up a cigarette. He seriously, the, that scene where we first meet Victor Laszlo, like, I swear to God, I'm pretty sure literally every single time Louis interacted with him, he ordered another champagne drink. Yeah. Like, there was no indication he'd ever gotten the first two, but he just, like, kept like, no, 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 we're both drinking champagne. Yeah. Uh, we should talk about, uh-huh. we should do our ongoing segment, did they bang? Did oh. they bang? Did they bang? Did they bang? Did they bang? Yes. Yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. Wait, wait okay, so when oh. are you talking about? When she came over the night yes. right yes. before? When she pulls or the gun on him. Cut to the lighthouse. Yeah. When she's trying to get the transit passes. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> when she comes over and she's like, I loved you, and you, this is why... Oh, yeah, okay, it, there's a part where it cuts away, and it cuts back, and she's still telling the story. Is that when you think it happens? Yeah, yeah, they kiss. Yeah. They cut to, like, the outside yeah. of Casablanca with a light spinning. It's a beautiful night. And then they cut back, and they are in the middle of a conversation. Yeah, and he's smoking a cigarette, which in another movie would be meaningful. Yeah. <laughs> in this movie, that's every Well, in this scene. movie, he's yeah. not drinking, so he needs to have a cigarette. Yeah. yeah. And she's... Sitting on the couch very yeah. comfortably. They, I think they did, though, because... Oh, because okay. of the, at the end. Because at the end, yes. um, when Victor and Ilsa are about to leave and Rick is heroically sending them ahead, he also says, just so you know, um, your wife basically pleaded for your life and she convinced herself. She pretended that she was still in love with me and I let her. I let her pretend. I yeah. let her pretend. Oh, okay. But basically it was like... I thought they were talking about the kiss. Oh, uh, no. 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 He banged that dude's wife. I yeah. just know, when, when did they bang? Uh, I mean... After I, the kiss, before he's smoking that cigarette. Yeah, I think what it is... And then is, they just like, were like, okay, now... Get dressed again. We're going to get dressed yeah. and then ha- finish our conversation? Yes. It just yes. seems yep. weird. I just feel like wouldn't they be like sitting on the couch together having the conversation or like still? No, because he had to go display his emotions out the window. So, yes, exactly. So they, and okay. I mean, he had to burn those to, emotions back. I know we've seen ghosts, but you don't have to take off. Okay, okay. sure, sure. But <laughs> here is 
Three, a, three a, a month. I assume Dan, you're in the pro bang camp. Oh, let's. I mean, <laughs> you're right, Dan. I wrote. Here's what happened. I guess you can't see this on the podcast. I just pointed my notebook. Sorry, millennials. Um, <laughs> so when they cut to the lighthouse, I wrote down, "Did they bang?" Yeah. Then at the end, when he's like, "I let her pretend," I circled, "Did they bang?" Furiously, like two dozen times. Yeah. I think they banged. I just feel like it would just be so weird, but maybe. I mean, like, okay, so they kiss. Yep. Okay, this would be the order of things. Yes. <laughs> she points a gun at him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then he's like, fine, shoot me. And she's like, I can't do it. I've always loved you. Right. Uh, and then they kiss. Yep. And that's when it cuts away, right? Yep. yep. Okay. So in between that and when it cuts back to him smoking a cigarette, they bang. Yes. Yeah. And then they put... All their stuff back together. Yes. Mm-hmm. He stands up, grabs a cigarette, and is like, now tell me about when your husband was in a concentration camp? Yep. I think, yes. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Here's what I think. I'm convinced. I think they, I think passion overtook them because they were finally alone. Things were running hot. Yeah. Because there were there was gunplay and fun. <laughs> As we all know, Americans love guns. Yeah. Uh, and then they... Uh, you know, put back their put their clothes back on, and because it's Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman, the clothes look amazing. Yeah. Like that is just their mutant power. Like as soon as they put the clothes on, they look spectacular, and perfectly pressed. Also, her hair. Exactly. Yeah, it looks okay. great. It looks great. Uh, then maybe they were just reminiscing in general, and then the camera comes back when he's like, "Now tell me when you found out your husband was alive." Yeah. Yeah. All right. They banged. Yes. <laughs> they that, did bang. Victor Laszlo. They bang. That happens. I will say Laszlo is very chill. <laughs> finding out probably two different times that someone else had sex with his wife. Yeah. Multiple times. I mean, it turned out to be the same guy, but. Yeah, same no, guy. but that previous conversation, he was basically telling her, I get it. You if you were was, lonely, because yeah. there's just a whole other conversation previously where he's. Very, I mean, it's obvious to anyone who's looking that Elsa and Rick were in love at some point. Um, but he basically tries to encourage her to just tell him what he already knows. Yeah. And she doesn't want to, and he can tell it's because, I don't know, he assumes it's because of love. And I think that's a pretty fair yeah. assumption. There's a lot of uh, th- the important things not being said in that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they yeah. have this like really intense conversation that's very quiet and ends with I love you and then they cut to another scene and my thought was, well, that may is that why these marriages of people who got married, like the greatest generation, are still married? It's because that's how they resolve oh, these they can, giant <laughs> conflicts. They can just have these very like <laughs> quiet conversations. Well, darling, were you lonely when I was gone to Cleveland for that sales call? <laughs> <laughs> no, darling, I wasn't. I would understand if you were. I wasn't. All right. Pregnant pause. Good night. I think. I so. don't know. Yes, I do think. Yeah. I think on some level, <laughs> yes. But also, uh, they're like deep seated, like repressed psychological issues <laughs> in many. Madman. Uh, Madman. Uh, and maybe, <laughs> um, maybe Madman. in some cases, <laughs> that generation and those issues lead to issues in the following generation. And then that generation gets married, has a few kids. Yeah, but then maybe <laughs> some of those issues that were tamped down for many years. 
maybe oh, come no. to the surface oh, and it no. becomes clear that perhaps those two people should no longer live together. Yeah. And the children are told. Oh, no. <laughs> there. There, you nerds. Divorce nerds. Are you happy? Divorce heads out there. All right, divorce heads. You got it in there, Molly. You managed to work it out. Thanks. Thought we could go one episode. Thought you bring it up. Well, before we uh, get to our final thoughts on the movie, how many Casablanca bars we gave it, <laughs> we like to uh, read a <clears throat> five-star review of our podcast on iTunes or somewhere else if you tell us about it uh, in an impression of a character from the movie or Nick Cage or someone <laughs> else. Um, and we have we have one this week. Oh, yes. Thanks, Toad's Heads, or whatever you'll be called in the future. <laughs> Um, does anybody feel uh, especially inspired? There's the a myriad Peter of voices. Voice. Oh yeah, <laughs> Beth, do you want to do Peter <laughs> Lawrence? Do you want to go around to? Oh. You were talking about it so much in the God. first half. I can try. It's How like does a... he talk like this? I got the transit papers. Hello from Washington, from USA. This podcast is awesome. I found it via some magic podcast, and it's so much fun to think back on the movies that you loved or hated. Being a big movie buff, I personally find myself <laughs> fighting with my stereo in Beth, Molly, and the dance art of trying to remember the details of each movie. But... <laughs> But they always bring back a hilarious, <laughs> hilarious and entertaining take after <laughs> going into Dracula territory. Yeah, it's getting real Dracula. It's great. It's great. After they rewatch the movie. <laughs> Thanks for making my recent 18-hour drive for the holidays manageable. Ooh. It definitely gets five out of five quaffed surfboards from me. Oh, nice. That's great. That's so Thank cool. you. The best rating system ever. Oh Thank my you. Hello from Washington. Yay. Yay. Thanks. Thank you very much. If you want your review read in that way by Dracula or Peter Lawrence, <laughs> write us a review. Yay. Yeah, that was great. Oh, um, that Some Magic Podcast is Magic the Amateuring, yeah. a podcast that already has all the support it needs yeah let's be honest yeah look yeah. for it on the internet if you want they have so many salads so many salads. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just order salads all the pizza they the like live in salads they're in their salad days right oh, right is that yeah. good no it's good okay yeah. yeah yeah they're in it do you think dracula fought for or against the nazis uh he's in transylvania uh-huh. i mean mm. probably against i mean the nazis were real into occult shit yeah so maybe he didn't like him nose in another terrorist. I like to think Dracula fought against them. Yeah, okay. I don't see why he wouldn't. Hero of Europe, Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. He's misunderstood. Sure. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe he would just be like uh, just another creep supreme. Just I, being like, oh, look how charming I am drinking my cup. Hey, you want to, oh, you want to come into, out of the, You want uh, to come into Dracula's great castle barn? <laughs> Wait. Crips. Hey, I always win at roulette. <laughs> it's me, Dred. Sam, I would like you to play the song yet another yes, time. One more time on my huge organ that I have here in my game. I guess it'd be, uh, it wouldn't be Sam, it'd be, what's his name? Ren- Renfield? Renfield. Renfield. Renfield, play my favorite play song. Because my lover has come back from 
the history, however Francis Ford Coppola's ridiculous adaptation of that novel turned into. Here, eat some more spiders. Now he's like from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, Dracula. Dracula. You want to buy a foot long hot dog? What's the situation? You think you have abs? Look at these. Hey, there goes the Spider Man. <laughs> Oh, I love Jersey Dracula. <laughs> Let's go up to Coney Island this weekend. Uh, get some corn dogs. Made from blood. <laughs> some blood sausage on a stick. Dan, you gave it five and hoped something bad wouldn't happen. I can't read my head right. I'm sorry. <laughs> that sounds about right. Hope not to be crushed. Yes. In uh, your optimism. Yes. I feel that I was not. Uh, I feel like this movie is great. Uh, and he was, uh, I don't know. It feels very much like what people say it is, which is like a wonderful just representation of what a film can be. Uh, I think the, you know, it was the, there were some cool shots. It was good music. As Beth pointed out, uh, the performances were spectacular. Uh, the script was uh, sharp, full of zings. Yeah, yeah, good zings. We didn't talk a lot about the zings. Yeah, they were in there, and it was very. I mean, I don't know. I feel like for the millennials out there, I feel like maybe <laughs> they might be a little turned off because there's definitely a there's definitely a kind of dialogue that doesn't really happen in movies anymore because it makes people uncomfortable because it's like not as natural or whatever. But I feel like this one uh, sort of hit a good balance of that. Like it still had so that like, this is an older movie style of dialogue, oh. but it was, I don't know, maybe just because it was a strength of performances where it was like, it didn't feel quite so like, ah, hello, I'm Rick Casablanca and I'm here to tell you about world war two. And I'm, you know what I mean? Uh, I think because I don't know, that's a whole other thing. This is a lot of explanation for five stars. <sighs> sorry. <laughs> Jeez, no oh way. no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, guess no. the podcast is over. No, I will. Uh, no. Beth, you can. Beth, you can delete the last three minutes of what I said. Okay. And we'll just start again right now. Yeah. Just check our Tumblr. We'll just we'll put four numbers up there. Yeah, That's we'll just put a list up. That's enough. Yep. Maybe some thumbs up or thumbs down emojis. That's the podcast now. <laughs> the podcast is just. We'll just tweet out the name of a movie and a thumbs up or thumbs down. You're welcome, Toad's Heads. Anyway, five Casablancas or whatever we're calling it. Casablancas. It's me, Rick. Sorry. I am Rick. Oh, the gin joints in the world. Blood joints. You're looking at you, kid. We always have Transylvania. Okay, new plan. We spend our next recording session just doing a radio drama of all Dracula Casablanca. Oh, man. I'm in. I'm always in for Dracula. Love it. I'll play Peter Laurie's character. (laughs) Beth, you gave it five. Yes. I don't have any notes. 
Oh, that's because I was like, it's going to be five, and I'm going to give it a five. Boom! Yay. Great. It's great, for all the reasons that Dan said. Yeah. Oh, which reasons. you'll never hear, because Molly insists <laughs> oh, yeah, we I delete them. them. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gave it a four because I am a coward. Oh. <laughs> or I was a coward, just like Humphrey was yeah. in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had been heartbroken by movies before, yes. Yes. and I was worried it would happen again. Yep. But, like... Rick Casablanca. Uh-huh. <laughs> Later in the movie, I have shot the Nazi. That yep. is cowardness. <laughs> and now we'll give it five Casablanca bars. Nice. Great movie for all the reasons Dan said, which were worth listening to. Uh, but I guess somebody, somebody decided it'd be better to just type a few characters into a Tumblr page and. Molly, what do you think of the movie? You gave it a four because you were uh, interested in being optimistic. I have optimistic here written. I don't know what that yeah. means. But you were excited about the idea of raising it up. Yes. Yes. Yes, it happens so rarely. Yes. Um, I would give it 200 Castle Transylvania bars oh. if I could. Um, What's the exchange rate on that, though? Uh, it's five Castle Blanca okay. bars. Uh, Castle Bar. Castle Blood. Castle Blood. <laughs> it was such a lovely movie. So good. And it didn't take me any time at all to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, God. <laughs> Digging it in. I'm sorry that this show that is structured entirely on the premise of us having opinions and talking about them. So much time. That's how my brain works. (laughs) I feel I'm worried that I'll leave something unsaid, and then the millennials out there (laughs) will just be sitting there, (laughs) be sitting there, listening on their Zoom pods, and being like, "Eh, "It doesn't sound that great. I'm not going to watch this beautiful piece of filmmaking because it doesn't have Channing Tatum or whatever hot actress of the day." My Tiger Beat says I shouldn't. Yeah, it's Humphrey Bargot, a MySpace star. I yeah, forget it. Then. But then, if but then maybe if I say enough in my review, they'll be like, "Wait a minute, that old kook has something important to say about this movie." Maybe I'll go check it out. Maybe I'll go reconcile with my parents oh, and get them to let me borrow their VHS copy yeah. of Casablanca. I hope they have this on Vine before it goes out of business. Right, oh. watch it there. Yeah, oh. too late. Too Is late. it done? It's yeah. gone. It's gone. Oh. Well. Too bad, millennials. Sorry, Vineheads. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquet, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.